this is going to happen more often as people become aware of the fact that their loved ones are injured by the mRNA injections or have been killed by the mRNA injections. People are going to seek revenge. And I would just beg you to remember that the Lord has made very clear that is his role. Revenge. It's not revenge in his hands. It's a settling of accounts. It's righteousness. And he's watching all this. As hard as it is, we need to pray for the people who are misleading others, the Mockingbird Media, Tony Fauci, the bosses of the states. We do. That doesn't mean that I'm not thrilled to see parents standing up. Yeah, hi. Are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, um, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or sorry, a few days ago for a COVID jab. And he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? Now, that's one way to do it. There's another way that another guy did it. Um, he went at it by finding the car in which the doctor was driving the, 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 the vehicle. And he basically tore it apart with his hands. This is going to happen more often. But there's better ways to do this. And let's talk about that in this hour of The Todd Herman Show. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Alan Soaps at alansoaps.com slash Todd, partner of the week. And I just got a picture this morning of young Alan, the chief soap officer, headed for his first day of sixth grade. And Alan, you look awesome. I love it. I love the Minecraft t-shirt. I love looking at you, buddy. And I'm so thrilled for your journey. I also got a picture of him hanging out in the pool. It's alansoaps.com slash Todd because we can choose soaps from a company that is uh, makes them all in America, all natural, and knows that every single life is absolutely beyond valuable to God Almighty and therefore should be to us. I, um, I was given to anger when I was a young man. I was given to rage. Fortunately, I've, I've, never, I've never taken a hand to a woman. I've never taken a hand to a child. Uh, I've always been restrained in that regard. Uh, the last time I employed violence on a man was... 14 years ago. And at that point, it was okay. It's protecting my child. I get so incredibly, um, I don't want to be angry. But when I research people waking up to the harm that the mRNA injections have done 
I can remember what it's like to be that young. And maybe that unsaved. That you want to do violence and so you do. Now, it's not like I went around beating people up. There were occasions. There were occasions. Uh, sometimes just being intimidating. It was sinful behavior. I regret it. I've repented of it in that I have sorrow for it. Please don't put yourself in my position by doing something for which you have sorrow or something that would make being a Christian look bad. Please don't. The acts of revenge that are going to come, the, the beginning now. When people have existed in a society where the lies around the mRNA to so many of us are vitally clear, and the deaths they're causing are explicitly clear, and the injuries, and you have family members conned or blackmailed into taking them and the family members end up injured or harmed or, or, or dead. I, I can see how you would feel like your, your, your people were murdered. Uh, I can see that really clearly. Which is why I also speak a warning and beg the people in the medical profession, if you inject children with this stuff, you are planning to kill them. Now, in most cases, they won't die. In most cases, they won't be injured, but that's right away. Every bit of research on this shows at this point, well, that's, that's an overstatement, that countless pieces of research show that the more you get injected with this trash, the more it builds up in your system, the more it turns your immune system against your own body, the more it creates immune system, you know, immune system derangement, immune derangement, the more it creates conditions like myocarditis and pericarditis and cancers. And, oh, the latest is a fun one. Uh, in rare cases, it kills uh, the, the, the tissue in your genitalia. It, it creates necrosis, that is dead cells in your genitalia. That's, that's the newest one. And these things will continue to be learned because we will continue to find out what happens when stupidly written code or errantly written or maliciously written code reverse transcribes itself into our DNA, as Mark Zuckerberg warned about in private. He knew. He knew the risks. There is a way to do this, and I'd like to talk about this today because it, there must be a reckoning. The people who did this must pay. Now, they will pay in the long run. Unless they repent, they will sit in front of God and he will say, why did you do this to my children? Because as much as we love our loved ones, remember that God views us as his kids. Some of us, some of us are wayward children. Some of us have walked away from the family. He wants us all to be prodigals, all to return. You don't stop loving your kid, though they've, 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 you know, moved from your house and moved from your ways. But he's going to look at them and say, you did what to my children? For what reason? 
that day will come and that gives me comfort. And it's also imperative that we pray for these people or we are nearly just as bad. This is a dad calling a pharmacy and he is obviously irate. And as I listen to this, I, I wonder, I wonder how irate he is with his wife. Can you can your conversation? Yes, we can. Yeah, hi. Are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, um, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or sorry, a few days ago for a COVID jab, and he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? Okay. Um, sorry. Um, so it's quite a rare um, side effect as well. No, it's uh, not that. No, it's yeah. not because I've been doing research. It's common. In, in the U.S., there's tens of thousands of them reported to the CDC site. So why are you not telling parents this? Um, uh, we might scare the parents and they don't want to get their child vaccinated. Yeah, so... so you don't want to scare the parents with something that is actually happening that's happened to my kid. Are you okay. out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? You don't want to Have scare you... them. You need to give them the right information so they can make a proper decision. What is wrong with you? You don't Have want you to thought... scare them. I'm recording this conversation as well, and this is going to a lawyer next. Thank you for admitting that. So why don't you tell them? When, when someone comes in there and says, hey, what can go wrong? What do you say? Sore arm? Have you um, seen the amount of dead people? Have you seen it? Has your wife asked before giving consent to give She asked child? what the side effects are. Does she ask? I'm not sure because I wasn't there. It doesn't the, matter. You're supposed to yeah. tell people this can happen. Now my kid, So you know what the prognosis is? You know what it is? Possible death within five years. 20% of people with myocarditis die. It is a permanent damaged heart. It is not temporary. He's okay, facing so a heart transplant that. because of you. Because you didn't want The pain is obvious. And it's less obvious if you, it's, it's hard to hear. Um, the lady apologizes for what that's worth. And, and by the way, that's worth something. It's worth it because she apologizes, meaning she has internalized part of what he has said. Number one, every single doctor, number one, right now, and please do this. If you have been shot up, you've been injected with mRNA or the, uh, the, the other variant, the um, ANA variant, get a letter. Get it certified, get it notarized, get a return receipt on it, send it to the doctor who shot you up. If they didn't give you the side effects, if they didn't tell you about myocarditis and pericarditis and immunoderangement and the spike proteins landing in your brain and your ovaries, get it on record that they didn't do that. They did not inform you. 
tell them in the letter, if you suffer harm and it can be determined that it came from these injections, you will seek redress and tell them you want an apology. You seek right now an apology for them shooting you up and not telling you the risks. Do the same thing if you got your children shot up. Make a record. Keep the letters, return receipt, notarized. Keep them. Put them on notice. Send it as well to the hospital or doctor, the administrators. Send it to your public health people who pushed you to do this. If you were blackmailed by a boss or a company into doing this, serve them the same letter. And in that letter state that it is illegal to seek revenge on an employee for something like this. State that you intend to hold them accountable for what they've done to you and that you would appreciate an apology for backing you into that corner. Begin building the record right now so that when this all comes crashing down, because I think the, well, the Lord's revealing it to us, but when this all comes crashing down, that we have a record to go to so that we do not have to go out and seek revenge in other ways. Because there are people who are doing that. And as satisfying, frankly, as it is to see, like the, the fleshly part of me, the, 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 the part of me that's still sinful, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's all, sorry, it is. It's sorry. It's an awful thing to say. It's fun to watch a guy who is, <laughs> he yoked somehow punched through a car window. I didn't know you could do that. I think he actually scores it uh, first with the ring uh, or uh, he has a boomerang. It's in Australia. Now, as fun as that is to watch and as satisfying, I'm also aware that that's, that's my sin talking. And there's going to be more of that. So let's not seek that. Um, there are politicians who are starting to get this. And this is so vitally, vitally important that we take any, any asset that comes from a so-called mainstream media. This is KUSI, K-U-S-I. I think they're out of, yeah, they're out of San Diego, on Southern California at least. And they, they talk truth about COVID. They've had my friend Justin Hart on. Justin's writing a book about, um, about his experience having gone viral as a data analyst. And I saw him doing the data analysis and brought him on my radio program and uh, brought him on Russia's show once. No, I think twice. I think we just on Russia's show twice. God rest Rush. And he's writing a book about this. He's been on there. This is Kusi, or, or Kusi, California. And this is mainstream news. It's television news. It's vital that we keep stories like this. And I'll tell you why after I run this. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to... Yeah, let's start that again. It's overwhelming and did you say unexplainable? U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also been an increase in certain medical diagnoses such as miscarriages and Bell's palsy. Here to... Give us her take on the new data and what she believes could be causing the rise in numbers is emergency medicine and disaster specialist, Dr. Kelly Victory. Dr. Victory, good morning. Great to talk to you as always. 
Good morning, Jason. Thanks for having me. Okay, we want to make sure that anytime we talk, we want to make sure the information that we have is accurate. So let's start this interview by telling us, I've, I've seen your correspondence here, what is the source of the information that you're about to present? Well, this information became uh, available to me or on my radar last week following a hearing with Senator Ron Johnson, uh, who was looking at sort of what he calls a second opinion on the entire response to the COVID pandemic. The medical data was released by three career military physicians who got the information from the military database that collects what we call ICD codes, which are the diagnosis codes. And these physicians had a feeling, they believed based on their own observation that they were seeing a significant uptick in certain conditions. So they actually went back and called the database from the military on certain conditions over a five year period from 2016 through 2020, uh, notably con you or, uh, containing one year, 2020, of the full-blown pandemic. So they looked at 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20 at the prevalence of certain conditions, including things like heart attack, blood clots to the lung, miscarriages, those sorts of things. And they compared it to the incidence of those same things in the calendar year 2021 and saw an alarming increase in certain things. For example, they saw a 270% increase in myocardial infarction in 2021, a 300% increase in incidence of Bell's palsy and of certain neurologic complaints. Before people were ever shot up with this trash, there were, there were doctors and physicians and scientists who said, here's what's gonna happen. And they, they said, well, here's how we know this is going to happen. They called them leaky vaccines and they said, this will not stop the virus. It will not stop transmission or infection. They're on record. We keep records of, of broadcasts like that, you and I, because our friends and family, when they figure it out, are going to come and they're going to regret, like my deep regret for, for having put my daughter on antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. I will regret it for the rest of my life. And having learned about this, I will never rest until I tell others, as many people as I can, that pharma is not our friend. <clears throat> they're liars and they're killers. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's many people who work in pharma who are neither of those things. Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca bosses are liars and killers. That's just demonstrable. Our family and friends are going to come to us. And we want to be able to say, it's not your fault. You were conned. But please never get conned again. Here's the information I had. And I beg you to, to discover for yourself, why didn't you have this information? Because it existed. Because I read Geert Vanderborsch saying when he saw the designs of these products, this isn't going to work. I, I, I watched a former VP of Pfizer who invented vaccines and is rich having done it saying this isn't going to work. Oh, and by the way, it's going to cause miscarriages. He was right. It's going to cause reproductive problems. He was right. It may cause heart problems. He was right. We had Dr. Malone enter the scene as the guy who was one of the chief designers, if not the designer, of using mRNA to deliver healthcare. 
who looked at what they were doing with this and said, oh, dear God, don't use my invention this way. This is going to, this is going to kill people. He entered. We keep assets like this because when people come back and they've been traumatized, as they're trying to figure out what to do and we're trying to help them, we're going to point back to this material. The other thing we're going to do is when you put your doctor and your pharmacy on notice, if they ever say to you, we didn't know, you can say you, you, you had, the, you had the, uh, the responsibility to know. How could we have known? Well, you could have opened your eyes. You could have chosen to be other than blind. Because as it says in Psalm 711, God is a righteous judge. And God who feels indignation every day. And that indignation can be pointed at them. Matthew 10, 28. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. God is watching all of this and our primary responsibility with these people, as painful as it is, is to pray for them and to ask them, how is it that you've put yourself in such a world of lies that you didn't admit what you saw? Because I'll continue with Dr. Kelly Victory and a reminder about what she said earlier talking in a podcast about emergency doctors and what they know, according to her. She talked to Dr. Drew about this, that same doctor. We keep these records. We send letters to the pharmacies and the docs who shot us up or shot our families up and to our bosses who conned us and blackmailed us into taking this stuff, if that happened to you. We send those things notarized, return receipt requested, and we keep them because we're building a huge paper trail together. To whom much is given, much is expected. And Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer of Bulwark Capital Management, I laugh because of the way he says it. He'll be the first to tell you that, that too much, to, to him much has been given. Yeah, that's true. But there's also the act of faith, the leap he and his wife took when they started the firm. And not much has changed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the firm is very successful because they've taken this strict focus on, on uh, risk management. And further, they've developed a real, real uh, expertise in helping people who are five to 10 years out from retirement because, man, that's when risk management matters. But there's also this. When they took that leap of faith, Zach had said, hey, you know what? Instead of working for other people, which has not worked out, I want to do this on our own and I want us to have God at the center of this thing. I think that's the consequence of that is that Zach can't help but tell the truth. There's no win really in him calling out and naming the names in the financial system who are in fact corrupt. And he does it on a, on a daily basis on his radio show at knowyourriskradio.com and in several markets around the country, I would add. And he's been consistent. He's been warning about this moment in inflation for years. So he gives back in this way. Often he does free live webinars. You have an opportunity to see, see him and look, look, look at his eyes, hear him talk about risk management, hear him ask and answer questions about estate planning and long-term care. When should you draw down on social security? When should you retire? Why is the 60-40 stock bond mix totally outdated in this environment? And you can in fact hear how he deals with questions from others. It's a free live webinar. The next one is Thursday, August 18th at 3 p.m. PST. Now, these things do sell out because they do limit the space. 
even though it's free. So just go to knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Dr. Kelly Victory was on with Dr. Drew, who asked, like, what are these doctors afraid of? Because they're not speaking out. Yeah, I, I, that's right. Exactly. Like, like, let's figure this out. But I don't understand why it's not being dealt with with sense of urgency. Right. I, it, to me, it's like I, it, you, what they're saying is, oh, this really it. isn't real. It's like I, I maybe we are overreporting it, but then publish something that tells me that that's the case. And I and I don't think that's what they're finding. I think it is. A, well, because they're afraid of getting shut down by something. I, I don't know what they're afraid. They, they seem to be afraid of the truth always. I mean, well, like, obviously health is well, not a one size fits all. So what? Here, what here's think? what I think. I think the reality is this. They know darn well, it's the vaccines mm. and their mm. ramifications, the repercussions of that are so profound to come out and say now, whoops, after people have lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, got kicked out of the military, uh, weren't able to finish their educations, you know, had, were forced, mandated in many cases to get these injections, to come back now and say, yeah. turns out, we actually hadn't tested them. We never tested them on pregnant women or women of childbearing age. We never tested them on people with autoimmune diseases. We never tested them on people who are on X, Y, and Z class of drugs. We just gave them, a, again, broad brush, told everybody to get one, not only get one, get two, get three, whatever it is. I think the, the fallout, Drew, would be so profound um, that I'm just not yeah. sure they can get their arms around it. That's the same doctor saying the same thing. And she's been saying it for years, years. And so are some of the others I've talked about. And we can mention Ryan Cole and we can mention Dr. Zavanko. God rest Dr. Zavanko. We can do this time and again. And for the politicians that are getting this, I have to tell you, my chips are going to go where the people who will confront pharma go. And if it's not, if it's, if it's a contest between people who are in support of pharma or who get what pharma has done, I'll go with the people who's, who know what pharma has done and are going to seek to bring them to account. Ron DeSantis is almost there. Ron Johnson is there. Ron Johnson has mentioned the COVID cartel. And the reason I say this is because people are seeking revenge. And you know what? If a doctor had shot my kid up against my wishes, let's say, like, you know, the gender jacking stuff. If God forbid we'd face that circumstance and a doctor had decided to shoot my daughter up with testosterone without killing me or without, without telling me, and I would have said no, obviously, but if a doctor did that behind my back and I just found out, I think that old Todd would rise again. Well, I should say it this way. I think that my fleshly desire would take over. <clears throat> I don't want to be the angry media guy. I don't. I, I don't want to make others angry. I want to remind us that God is in charge. God sees this. We're, we're changed people. We're changed creatures. We're changed beings. 
Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. And if I had just found out and someone sprung it on me, I would pray that I would be strong enough to drop on my knees in prayer rather than getting in my truck and going down to a medical facility and beating the garbage out of a doctor. And I beg you to do the same. That is to pray. So politicians who get this are going to move right into my must buy column. As long as they're also good conservative, hopefully Christian people, godly people. Ron DeSantis does get this. He's almost there. All he needs to do is cross the chasm and realize that pharma purchased this. He purchased people's, they purchased people's bodies. They've purchased the FDA. They've purchased the CDC. He's almost there. They would shame people for even leaving their house in April, May, 2020, and you can't do it. And so, you know, some people wanted to bury loved ones. They wanted to do this. And the, the argument people were making is, well, wait a minute, I can look at the risk of COVID and it's something that I, I'm willing to accept because these things mean more to me to be able to bury a loved one or to be able to do things with my family. And, and the public health uh, established, oh, no, no, you can't make that kind of cost benefit analysis. Then when the George Floyd riots were happening, they actually wrote a letter with thousands of these people signing it saying, we do not believe that rioting and protesting is, a, is a bad for COVID, that you can do it, go ahead, because we think it's so important that you have to do it. And then they said, but this doesn't mean we support all protests. If you're protesting lockdown policies or other things, then you can't do that. And that's when I knew these people are a bunch of frauds. I mean, how ridiculous. They would shame people. <laughs> Sorry, bad editing on my half, my behalf, but it's funny. That's, that's what they did. We keep these things for our own sanity to know that there is and there are people in power waking up and that God is helping them see this. And can you imagine, I don't think we change God's mind on anything. But throughout the Bible, God talks about inclining his ear and hearing anew. Yes, I've heard your cries. Our cries need to be for justice, for the people who purposely did this. And my analysis and how I can possibly say they, they did this, because I don't want to be the person who falls into the laziness of everything is a lie. And all people who disagree with me are evil. And I beg you to not fall into that. It's an easy place to be. It can be easy and intellectually lazy and simple. Oh, they're all liars. I want to know which one of them, which ones of them lied because they did. And the analysis that indicates that to me is this. When so many learned people said, this is going to kill and maim and injure, and it's not going to work. And they did it anyway. And the pattern of behavior before indicated they knew what they were going to do. The pattern of behavior before 
indicated they knew where the money was going to be. The trading of patents and intellectual property. The planning for so-called vaccine passports. Pfizer helped pay for that in China. The knowledge that SARS-CoV-2 had been around in the field for at least a year and a half before they decided to talk about it. The insane idea that Fauci voiced that there was no immunity to this when he had no reason to think that. The cover-up over Wuhan. The cover-up over gain-of-function research. The obvious suppression of early treatment and the absolutely murderous statement, go home until you can't breathe and then come back so we can get paid money to put you on a ventilator. Someone somewhere knew. The people who knew what they were doing are the first ones who should face earthly justice because they will face justice. The people in public health who got conned and in medicine who got conned, you have no longer any excuse because right now you're choosing to remain conned. Oh, and the conning continues. There is a purposeful effort being made by the Mockingbird media to to just absolutely confuse people uh, about science and about things like the difference between a miscarriage uh, and an abortion. Aren't they the same thing? Yeah, we talked about that last hour. I hope you heard that last hour. The Soda Weight Loss Program is um, airtight scientifically. And why? Well, because they started with the thesis. And that was that fat loss is not being done the right way. So here's what they observed. People yo-yo on these diets. They go up and down, and that's terrible for your body. Here's something else they observed. They're healthcare providers, and, and consistently people would come to their offices and say, hey, you've helped me with these other things. Can you please help me get rid of this fat on my body? And they continued to observe. It was the same people asking time and again. And they looked into, how, how are these companies doing this? Why aren't they succeeding in helping people keep this weight off, this fat off their bodies? And they analyzed it and they said, oh, oh. Well, they don't mean to maybe, or they don't understand the science of set point, getting your body to a point where it says, okay, this is what I'm supposed to weigh. They don't understand how to jump part, start the metabolism. They don't understand how to re-educate the body that it's not, you're not always going to be swimming in carbs. That's end. In fact, you don't need to store fat, that there's enough carbs. There's enough fat. You're Okay. You're not, in a, you're not in a fight or flight. All these things Soda then employed. And the thesis took action. And here's what we saw now. All these years later, from one store in Dallas, Texas, Soda Weight Loss is now seven locations. From seven locations, they noticed something else. People were coming from all over the south to the southeast. Coming to Soda Weight Loss, traveling over two states sometimes to come there to drop fat. And they said, okay, this really is unique. So they expanded to go nationwide. Then they said, what could we do to reach people? And they came to us. And they said, hey, could you introduce us to your audience? So I did the research. Hence, my wife is on the program, uh, a very, very close, dear, beloved relative is on the program, and my dear podcast audience, so many of you have adopted the Soda Weight Loss Program. 
that's a quick version of the story. I can also talk about the nearly 7,000 Google reviews, 4.8 stars. I think it's over 7,000 now. I'll have to look. Um, the 150 pounds I've lost and kept off with this sort of discipline and the millions of pounds I think it's up to now that sodas help people lose in fat. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. We talked last hour about this uh, purposeful confusion between miscarriages and abortions. And we did that last hour as we talked about the uh, the fear factory, which is Joe Rogan's old show. Uh, we talked about the uh, the panic bubble that the media chooses to live in as they live in their 20 block region of New York. That's where they all live and work roughly. Uh, well, I, I don't want to you know, short the Hamptons. They've got their places in the Hamptons and, and upstate, et cetera. I don't want to short that. They've got the two homes, of course, got to have that. Um, but they, the, the, they live in this fear world that they built for themselves. And they're, they're so afraid of abortion being limited that they're now trying to convince people, and it's working, that having a miscarriage is the same thing as having an abortion. They're blurring those lines, and that's just, this is part and parcel of what they do. They blur lines. And it has absolutely disastrous results. If I were to tell you that there's a man who pretends to be a woman who is openly providing kids with wrong sex hormones and other things without a medical license, without a prescription, and is, is, is allowed to do this online and is allowed to promote this online and is still has an account and has not been arrested by the FBI, but... And I've been approached by a friend of mine who has supplements that will, will help you, he says, get the spike proteins out of your body. And he's a rock solid scientist. I know if I brought that product on this, on this air, on this show, I'd be shut down. But it can't harm you. Let's start with Bill Maher, who is not our hope. There's so many conservatives. Oh, Bill Maher's with us. Bill, Bill, I don't want to get off on a tangent here. Uh, Bill Maher gets the COVID thing. There's no doubt he gets the, the the lie of transgenderism. He gets that. I give him a lot of credit for these things. Here's Bill Maher, and he wants to talk through this in in regard uh, to to making people who are obese trying to pretend obesity is healthy, which which it's not. There's a disturbing trend going on in America these days: rewriting science to fit ideology or just to fit what you want reality to be. We've gone from fat acceptance to fat celebration. That's new. That is new. To view letting yourself go as a point of pride? We used to at least try and be fit and healthy, and society praised those who succeeded. Now the term body positivity is used to mean I'm perfect the way I am because I'm me. It's Orwellian how often positivity is used to describe what's not healthy. Of course you can get away with anything bad for you when you're young, but let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a fat 90-year-old? <laughs> Scary, isn't it? So he's approaching this from the same perspective that Jordan Peterson did. And, and I, I have to be honest with you. I thought Peterson was needlessly cruel uh, in describing that, that woman's body. And we don't get to do that. Uh, I, find that oh, I find that really um, worrisome. 
And he's talking here about health. But this is exactly what has gone on in the COVID scam and why people are going to seek revenge because they know they've been lied to. And I got to get to this, this, this guy who goes at it a different way, who goes at it and seeks revenge in a different way. But, but, but I want to first have you hear this, this man who pretends to be a woman advertising what he does. He provides wrong sex hormones to kids uh, against the wishes of the parents. And, and, and he doesn't even tell them. He, uh, he's not a doctor. And he does this at the same time as you have the medical complex that's put out this new study. Now, listen to this. Th- th- this even got studied tells us so much of what we need to know about the medical complex that has lied people into getting injected. They did a study to prove in their eyes that kids are not saying that they are so-called transgender because of peer pressure. No, let's think of this. They intend to prove that peer pressure is not a thing. (laughs) The same kids who dress like their friends out of peer pressure, get their hair cut out of peer pressure, that drink because of peer pressure, that take drugs because of peer pressure, that have sex because of peer pressure. It's a very rare kid that doesn't give in to peer pressure or group dynamics. And what they did in this study, and it has been absolutely pilloried by even leftists, but it's being promoted by the media. Pediatrics Journal, Journal Pediatrics ran this. Oh, by the way, Journal Pediatrics, remember what the Lord Jesus said about millstones. What they did in this study is they studied the data from seven states that asked some kids, young people, questions about their gender and their sex and their, and, 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 and their expression of this. First of all, they used seven states' data that aren't collected in the same way. Then they came back and said, oh, people who, who, who back the theory of rapid, uh, rapid onset gender dysphoria, this is where some kid, usually a girl, goes one day from being a Barbie doll to the next week saying, I'm a boy, which, which is happening. It's why there's a 2,000 to 3,000% increase in girls who think they're boys. That's why. And they said, oh, look, in our research... Oh, it turns out that most of these people aren't, aren't girls. Oh, the, the, this, this proves rapid onset gender dysphoria is wrong. Oh, by the way, question. When you ask a girl who thinks she's a boy what sex she is, what does she say? Oh, yeah. Many of them say, oh, I'm a boy. Then there's the fact that of the, the states they studied, <laughs> some, some 70% of their data came from one state with one means of collection. And this is being called out by anybody who understands how data works. But the fact that this was even studied, that this was even studied, that, that someone had the theory that, that, <laughs> that peer pressure is not a thing, that got studied. This is how far science has fallen. And I'll give you this. There is an 
a so-called LGBTQ inclusive football team with a grown man playing against 16 year old girls and hurting them. (laughs) I live with great guilt over something. As I was looking at this picture, and this is a grown man chasing down a terrified teen girl because in rugby, you can knock people over. You can tackle people. There's a young woman we grew up with who's an Olympian. She's an Olympic speed skater. And man, she's tough. Her name is Corey. And I played football once uh, with Corey and a bunch of kids on the speed skating team way back in the day. And Corey decided to try to knock me over when I was running with the running when I was shuffling along with the football and Corey is is a thousand times the athlete I've ever been or ever will be, but she was a little girl. Corey was, Corey was probably uh, maybe 14. And she came running up and tried to, tried to, you know, uh, shoulder tackle me. And she went down and she got up, she was so mad, and she went to her dad screaming after after I basically fell down because I couldn't run anymore. And uh, and she came uh, she came running to her dad saying, Todd, knock me over, Todd, knock me over. And, and Paul says, I was watching that. You bumped him. Don't bump him if you don't want to get knocked over, which was sort of parenting he did. He's a very good dad. And I'm looking at this, and this guy is stealing medals from kids and calls himself a woman. See, this is all connected. Do we all see this? Here's another one. Um, There is a so-called trans serial killer. This is a man who pretends he's a woman who's been granted uh, entry to a woman's shelter. (laughs) Oh, by the way, just for fun, he used photos of the victim on Facebook just for fun. And Bill Maher said, what? There's a disturbing trend of twisting science to fit ideology. This stuff's going to get found out too. This stuff's going to get found out too. This is a human being named Ellie Eric. He is a man who pretends he's a woman. Um, Judging by his voice, he has been shot up with um, estrogen and a bunch of it. According to several, and these are leftist publications. Okay, these are are publications that are LGB. They're from same-sex attracted people and far left-leaning same-sex attracted people. This guy, um, Ellie, or Eli Ehrlich, quote, is an internationally awarded writer, activist, public speaker, blah, 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 blah. Um, And they go on to say, oh, by the way, he's also a rapist. Several women say, hi, Eric, um, uh, Eli Ehrlich raped me and blank her. They still call this man a her in this article. And there's time and again, people make these accusations. And then there's an article about this and about the bleeding he caused and the damage he caused to people, to women. And an organization that had invited him to write for them canceled the writing because they looked into it and it's a leftist organization. And this man is on social media to this day, at least he was this morning. And he is advertising his services of shipping to children wrong sex hormones without telling their parents, not a doctor. Anybody in media can find this. Anybody at MSNBC can find this. Anybody in local media can find this. If I have it, they can have it. A few months ago, I posted on Instagram asking for testosterone for a friend who actually already had a prescription. His doctor was out of town and he couldn't get a new one. 
Within hours, my story was taken down and I received a warning by the administrators. Now, of course, I know it's against Instagram rules to share substances and I wasn't particularly surprised that it was removed. But I was still upset. So yeah, I know it's illegal, duh. So was changing my social security to female without medical treatment. So was crossing the street outside my apartment instead of using the crosswalk. So was protesting the death of trans people. When it comes to legal shit, be careful, but don't let the law dictate your morality. Trans people face insurmountable mistreatment in healthcare. Maybe we don't want to go to a doctor. Maybe we don't have access to one geographically. Maybe we can't afford one. Maybe our parents don't want us to get care. There are so many reasons why we should be able to offer hormones through an informed consent model, perhaps even not involving doctors or therapists. A pharmacist could easily ask you a few routine questions and send you on your way. For that matter, you're just as capable of misinforming your pharmacist as you are a doctor. It's as easy as checking your blood panels on your own, really just as it is any long other long-term medication. Perfectly healthy guy advertising this and the posts are still up. The Instagram one was taken down. I looked right today. The posts are still up. DM me. I'll hook you up. Oh, but he said informed consent. That gender jacker, that perhaps rapist, that man who pretends to be a woman who has said to have seriously injured women while raping them with his, you know, lady parts, is talking about informed consent, at least to some degree. The, the, the dad that we started the show with, the, the dad who called the pharmacy, the dad. Can you increase your pharmacy? Yes, we can. Yeah, hi. Are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, um, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or sorry, a few days ago for a COVID jab. And he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was... Obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? They didn't do that. But the gender jacker is talking about it. That's where we're at. People are seeking revenge and it's not always just with phone calls. This is hard to hear. In fact, there was a curse word in the last clip. I'm sorry about that. There's a curse word here because I actually think this guy should be heard rather than doing what he's doing. This is the scene. People are in a vehicle. It pulls up to a stop sign. Or no, in fact, I think the guy pulled in front of them and stopped them. Yep, because in the video, his car is wedged in front of them. He pops out of the car shirtless uh, and he's, he's yoked. Dude's in good shape. And he has a boomerang. It's, interestingly, I have a boomerang, an actual Australian boomerang. My daughter and I used to go throw in the park behind me right here. He comes up and he takes the boomerang and he is slamming the guy's mirror. And then he begins to bang the boomerang against the window. And I think that's what scores it and makes it possible for this incredibly muscular guy to break into the car. Are you catching this? Yeah. Get in the back. 
fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. You got the vaccine, didn't you? You fucking both got the fucking vaccine and it's lost your life. Leave me alone. Cousin lost his life. He tracked the doctor down. The doctor is lucky to be alive. And I'm grateful that the doctor is alive. What do you say? To a cousin or a dad or a mom whose kids are now injured from this? What do you say to a person who can't work anymore, an athlete who cannot be an athlete anymore? I think about that guy who held the world record for deep dives while holding his breath. The, the man can't keep his heart rate below 160. I think about my friends who've shared with me uh, special forces, people at the height of physical ability. They redline getting up from their couch to walk to eat dinner. Breathing heavy. What do you say? Number one, the entire medical establishment needs to say, we are so sorry. We got cons. We chased the money. Lord God, please forgive us. Number two, they need to strike from their profession this bubble think that is killing them. Number three, they need to pay. And it's hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars, perhaps a trillion how do I know? Simple. I look at their money. Pfizer with $360 billion of our money. Hospital chains, pharmacies, media. They need to pay. Personally. Some people need to pay personally. Because they engineered this. Spiritually. You lied to God's children on a gargantuan scale. And that's where it should stop. Lord Jesus is our model. And as much as I enjoyed it, and I admit my sinful heart enjoyed watching that muscular dude go at those doctors, it did, and I repent of it. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. He was the perfect model of humility. Please keep a record. Please write the letters. Please get the return receipts. Please put people on notice. You harmed me. You blackmailed me. You lied to me. If I come to physical harm, I want recompense. And right now, I want apologies. If everybody in this audience did this and then shared that idea with others, you're going to have class action attorneys find ways to sue. The further I look into this, the more I disagree with my friend, Professor Jacobson. I think there's a massive, massive lawsuit here, not just against the media, but against the pharmacists and the doctors. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, be humble, and remember, fear not, for I am with you. 
be not dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help for you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41 10.